All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Hello, I am Michelle. Uh, if you are wondering who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your businesses off the ground, get your paperwork ready. So if you need help with things like registering your business with the state, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, making sure you have contracts ready, getting your operating agreements together, making sure that you set up you know, bank accounts, um, hiring policies, I help you do all of those foundational pieces of your business so that you can hit these business streets running, okay? Um, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of that, I'm so happy that you asked. <laughs> I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years in counting. I have... I helped myself and multiple clients start businesses both online and offline. Oh, thank you, Michelle. Um, I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some concepts that you're going to need to know. Hello, Miss Moore 352. There's just some concepts you're going to need to know. So that's why I'm here. If you want to work with me so that we can make sure that your business has all the I's dotted and the T's crossed so you can be out here getting these grants, getting these contracts, you know, making sure that you and your clients understand what's going on so that your business is is official and and runs officially, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to um, set up a free 15-minute consultation. Hello, Margaret Massey. If you are a first-time client, you're also going to be able to download the free BizLaunch cheat sheet that will help you choose and launch your dream business in seven days or less. Also, <clears throat> the Ultimate BizLaunch Bundle. Uh, it is back. It is at the regular price where it's going to stay at 332 now, but it is available. The Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle gives you, uh, you get the business startup basics video training, which basically is how to be a boss one-on-one, takes you through the A's, the, um, the A through Z of setting up your business. And then we go through live demonstrations of getting you your EIN number, getting you your DUNS number and setting up your operating agreement. All right. Now these are things that would cost you, uh, probably thousands of dollars with an with a, a traditional attorney but you get this entire bundle for less than half of that um so hop on it all right um also ladies i'm going to be a featured speaker at the power of three women's virtual summit it is completely free to attend it is going to be an empowering time for women it's going to be june 26th through 27th it's completely online so you can attend from home and it's completely free so go to linktree forward slash npl consultant firm and you can register for your spot there too okay now we talked enough about the business let's get to the show all right if you are new how the show works is i pull stories that you guys have sent me that i have found in the news that i see from blog sites i pull stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them so this is a time for us to have a, a discussion together all right don't feel shy. Let me know your opinions and questions as long as they're respectful, you know. Um, yeah, but it, this is a, a great time to have your questions answered. Uh, yeah, so we are going to get started, okay? I know we have quite a few friends 
on Facebook. Um, Facebook, I just want to remind you again, there is a long delay. Um, so if you do have a question or a comment, it may take me some time to get to it. If you want to join the show in more real time, you are welcome to come over to Instagram at NPL Consulting Firm and watch there. But you can stay here on Facebook too. It just might take me a little longer to get to your questions and comments. Okay. All right. So we are starting off our show with, um, uh, a tale of caution, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, can you guys tell me in the comments if you have a, a um, a cable company or, you know, any type of internet service, who provides your internet service? Um, let me know in the comments who provides your internet service. So right now I am with, uh, Ver- um, Verizon Fios. Prior to that, I had Comcast. When I lived in DC, I had RCN. Um, and in my area, there was also a, 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 an internet company called Cox Communications. Hello, Ricky, Rick T737. So who is your internet provider, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. You have DirecTV, uh, Margaret Massey. Um, do, do they do your internet too? Why I'm asking you these questions, guys, is because I remember one time, uh, this was when I first got Verizon, um, and I had, I, I got a notification from them. They, you have Google Fiber, Michelle, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Okay, uh, Miss New Cutting Edge Tech. Uh, but yes, I remember one time I got an email from Verizon telling me, AT&T, okay, uh, okay, AP Jackson. Yeah, but uh, Verizon sent me an email saying that somebody um, downloaded an illegal copy of a video game on my internet um, network. So have any of you ever gotten an email or some type of notification from your internet provider that there has been an illegal download, um, you know, on your, on your internet network? If you have, give me a one. If you have not, give me a two. Uh, If you have not, give me a two. But I literally got an email from them. They told me, hey, girl, somebody who's on your network downloaded an illegal copy of a copyrighted video game. This is your first warning. And if you get, you know, a certain number, we might have to limit your internet access. I am Michelle. You've never gotten that? Okay. Margaret Massey, you've never gotten that? Okay. Well, it, it does happen. Um, it, I've known people it's happened to, and, and it's happened to me. Um, why am I telling you this story? AP Jackson said too. I'm telling you this story because um, a, an internet company by the name of Cox Communications, they recently got a $1 billion, billion with a B, a $1 billion verdict against them for failing to prevent music piracy. Uh, this company, Cox Communications, they were sued by Sony, uh, by Warner Brothers, and by Universal Music Corporation because they said that people who were, you know, uh, who, who were on the Cox Communications uh, servers, their networks, they were pirating music and Cox Communication wasn't doing anything to stop it. Um, and in the end, the judge or the jury agreed with the music companies and Cox Communications has to pay uh, or, or was ordered to pay one 
billion dollars for not upholding um, copyright law. So why do I bring this story to you guys? Not only to scare you guys into not pirating music, but also when you, a lot of you who watch me, you guys are crafters and you sell your things on Etsy. So when you see these stores getting shut down by Etsy, no questions asked, this is what Etsy is trying to avoid. They do not want the, you know, the, the, the Fortune 500s coming after them saying, hey, you're not, you know, you're not policing people being, uh, you know, using our trademarks falsely, so we're going to sue you. So when you are out here in the world, if you are selling counterfeit items and you get shut down by the platform that you're on because most people are selling online, you're getting shut down to avoid verdicts like this. I'm sure Cox Communications makes a good amount of money, but a $1 billion verdict is going to hurt anybody's pockets. So much so that Cox Communications has appealed the amount of the verdict that was um, that the, um, that the judge assessed against them. They're saying that this is way too much. Can you lower the amount that we have to pay? So why do I bring? Um, I have a question for you as an audience. Do you think that internet providers, the people who provide the you know the the Wi-Fi, the or if you're still using plugins, do you think that internet providers should be held responsible? For people pirating music. Do you think that they should? If you do, give me a yes. If you don't, give me a no. But do you think that internet providers should be responsible or be held, uh, you know, be held responsible for their users committing, you know, music piracy? Um... I'm going to have to agree with the court on this one just because I've gotten the email and I understand, you know, what, uh, you know, why it was sent. But also these companies, they can, um, you, you think that they should be held responsible. These companies make millions of dollars. They have all of our information and they're able to track it, you know, down to the address. So there is obviously some way for you to be able to manage to see what are what are your uh, subscribers doing with your service, right? You can't just let it be out there um, and and let them do what they want. It's like the the, the malls that have been sued for tr for trademark infringement because their vendors were selling counterfeit items, were selling knockoffs, but the people who own the malls they said nothing. They were found to be guilty of trademark infringement as well because they were not policing the vendors who were in their stores. So Cox Communications had the same thing happen to them. They were not policing the people who were using their internet service and these people were pirating music. So uh, Cox Communications got a $1 billion verdict assessed against them that they are trying to fight. So long story short, don't... Uh, don't pirate music and don't violate copyrights. Okay. All right. Um, now th this next story that we're talking about, I actually want to have a larger discussion with you guys about it. Now, um, we know everything that's going on in the news. We know that there are protests all over the country. 
Um, we've seen them live streamed. We've seen, you know, pictures, things like that. But there is something, um, there, there's something happening in terms of live streaming these protests that is affecting the reach of people being able to, you know, share what's going on. So we all know that when you are on Instagram or Facebook, if they even smell somebody's song in the background, you know, they, they hit you with the, whoa, girl, you're, you know, you're playing a copyrighted song. We might have to mute you. Well, um, people have been trying to live stream, you know, peace, um, protests and speeches and things like that, or, or, you know, demonstrations, but their live streams are being blocked because there's music playing in the background. Some of it has been Beyonce, some of it has been Kanye, some of it has been Kendrick. And because of this, these protests are not allowed to be live streamed because of copyright laws. Yes, I am Michelle with a quickness. So um, I have a question for you guys. Do you think that in terms of social media, now, do you think that copyright laws should be suspended when it comes to live streaming music? If you're not, you know, ch- charging people to listen, uh, but, you know, and you're just kind of playing music on your platform, do you think that it is fair for these, uh, for, for these um, platforms to... To, to, you know, limit your broadcast because there's music playing in the background. You're not making money. If you, if you think that they should be, they should do this, tell me why. If you think that they shouldn't, um, tell me why not. Hello, Jason. But, yeah, but they, but a situation like this where we're trying to get information out about, you know, protests all around the country and what's happening because of copyright laws, we're not able to see them. Hello, Life with EB. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that copyright laws are helping or hindering, you know, people being able to, to get out there? Um, I am Michelle said, I think that a simple, I do not own the rights to this music somewhere on the screen. That might help sometimes. Uh, it doesn't help all the time. I actually read an article, um, last week because I was trying to figure out how, um, how many of y'all have attended club quarantine with DJ D nice. Um, if you have, give me a hands up emoji. So I was doing some reading on how he was able to, you know, have these marathon sessions and playing songs. And one of them was that he actually worked with Instagram in the background. He didn't just decide one day to get online and play this music. He act, he was actually working along. You've, you've been there, Violet Owl. He's at, he was actually working along with Instagram and got them to give him the permissions to play this music. Okay, we've got a couple of people who went to Club Quarantine. we got three people who went to Club Quarantine. You know, I did my toe into Club Quarantine, you know, a couple of times, but I don't like crowds, so I had to leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I did, I did attend a couple of times. But DJ D-Nice did not just pop up on the internet and start playing these songs. He actually got permission from Instagram ahead of time. And that's why DJs who have tried doing the same thing on Instagram, some of them have been successful and some of them have not. Now, yes, I do see some people putting up, I do not own the rights to this music, but um, 
I don't know if that works for each and every uh, every occasion, especially <laughs> AP Jackson, you laughing at me, especially, you know, for songs that are very po- by very popular artists, like some of the artists that were playing in the background of these protest videos were Beyonce, Kanye, Kendrick. These are very, you know, these are songs that everybody knows. So the algorithm is rhythm is going to pick it up like that. Right. So maybe they'll put it up later. But if you're trying to get information out there at the moment, the copyright laws might hinder your broadcast, right? So, um, what is it? So Michelle said that uh, uh, just putting, uh, you know, putting I do not own the rights. We can't count on that all the time, right? Um, especially with someone like, let's say, an artist like Taylor Swift, even though she would not be being played at a protest. Um, Taylor Swift doesn't allow her music to be played anywhere, you know. Um, but yes, so. One, uh, I want you guys to think about, you know, copyright laws and live streaming. Is it helping? Is it hindering? How can we make it better? And two, this is also, you know, for those of you who might be going out there or who might be trying to post, you know, protests, uh, post videos of protests or where you are if you're participating, make sure there is no music in the background so your live stream does not get cut out, all right? Make sure that, you know... If there is music, make sure it's music that is being played live or if somebody's singing. But if it is like a recording of an artist's music, that video is not going to be put up there, okay? All right. So, power to the people. All right. Uh, Before we move on to our last story for the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are entering the area of entrepreneurship, if you're trying to be your own boss in these streets, there are concepts that you need to know, all right? It's not just jumping out here with a cash app and an Instagram account and you make money. If you want to know what those steps are, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and download the free biz launch cheat sheet. It will help you choose and start your uh, and launch your dream business in seven days or less. Okay, so um, make sure that you do that. As well, if you would like to advertise your business on this show, we do sell 30-second spots starting at $9. So you can also go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book an advertising spot, okay? All right, we are moving on to our last um, story for the evening. I wish my friend Zephyrina was here tonight because we have a story from her state, Colorado. Um, uh, Yes, we have a story from Boulder, Colorado, to be exact. Um... Okay. Uh, Has anybody ever heard of Scratch Labs? S-K-R-A-T-C-H. Scratch Labs. They they are a sports nutrition company based in Boulder, Colorado. They sell nutritional bars, nutrition powder. Has anybody heard of Scratch Labs? S-K-R-A-T-C-H. Scratch Labs. If you have, um, give me an S. If you have not, just say no. Um, anyway, so Scratch Labs, they've been in business since about 2012. They, um, have, you know, a registered trademark for their business name, S-K-R-A-T-C-H, Scratch Labs. They've had it since 2011. Um, and so they've been operating for about eight years, 
uh, recently, meaning March, a new business popped up in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, it is an organic takeout and delivery restaurant concept. You have not A.B. Jackson? Okay. It's an organic takeout and delivery restaurant concept called Scratch Kitchen. And Scratch is spelled the regular way, S-C-R-A-T-C-H, right? So, this sports nutrition company that spells Scratch with a K, they have filed a trademark infringement suit against Scratch Kitchen, Scratch with a C, because they're saying that they are creating a false association between this takeout and delivery service and the sports nutrition brand. They have sent they sent a cease and desist letter in April, so a couple of, a couple of months ago to Scratch Kitchen, Scratch Lab sent a cease and desist to Scratch Kitchen. Scratch Kitchen says they haven't gotten it yet, right? So, this trademark infringement suit, it is at the very beginning. But and and um Scratch Labs, their argument is that people are going to think that Scratch Kitchen with their takeout delivery service is associated with Scratch Labs, even though they're spelled kind of different. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that there is a possibility of confusion here between a sports nutrition company that spells Scratch with a K and an organic takeout and delivery service that spells Scratch with a C? So Scratch Labs is spelled with a K. They do sports nutrition uh, supplements. And Scratch Kitchen, they're, you know, they give you organic food that you can either pick up or they can deliver to you. So do you think that they're, and they're both located in Boulder, Colorado. So do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between the sports nutrition company and the organic takeout and delivery restaurant? Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion? Yes or no? For me, I think this is kind of um, a, a close, this is an interesting thing. Uh, I am Michelle said yes. I think that there is a slight possibility of confusion, and I'm going to tell you why, but Michelle, I want to know why do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between Scratch Labs and Scratch Kitchen? Is it raining? Scratch spells Scratch, Scratch Labs spelled their Scratch with a K. I am Michelle said because they're close in location. Margaret Massey said yes, you could think it's another division. All right, so we've got two arguments here as to why Scratch Labs has an argument. They're both of these companies are located in Boulder, Colorado. They're in close location. Very good, Michelle. Margaret Massey said yes, you could think it's another division. Very true because okay, sports nutrition, organic takeout. Both of those, you know, you might put them under the, the, the healthy lifestyle category, right? Um, Anaya Dubois-Lattimore said, it can be confusing if they're not paying attention to the spelling of the name. Very true, very true. Because when you're just hearing it, you're not thinking, oh, is it scratch with a K or scratch with a C? You're just thinking scratch. And the fact that you are both kind of in the health industry, one does sports nutrition supplements and one does you know organic healthy takeout and delivery so i think that uh, um, most of us here think that there is a possibility of confusion between scratch labs and scratch kitchen 
and but especially with the both of them being located in Boulder, Colorado, right? So if does anybody not think that there would um, be confusion? Is anybody on the opposite end? I would love to hear your reasoning as to why. I'm going to give you like maybe 15 seconds to um, give us, you know, give us a reason why. And I know that I'm talking kind of, you know, slow and deliberately, but it's because the two names are so similar and I'm getting caught up on it and I want to make sure that I'm clear in my speech. So does anybody think that there would not be confusion between Scratch Labs versus Scratch Kitchen? Does anybody think that the K and the C are a good enough difference? For me, I just don't. The fact that they are so close is a big factor for me, right? Um, If they were further away, then maybe because they're not in exactly the same, you know, lane, there could be some difference, but you're both located in the same city and it's kind of a similar, in a similar industry. Remember that when you have a trademark, you have to trademark in your industry, your class. Now there are a lot of different classes, but you know, they can be grouped and, and still be similar. So Scratch Labs, they're going after Scratch Kitchen. How, if you think Scratch Labs is going to win, give me a trophy emoji. If you think Scratch Labs is going to lose, give me a sad face emoji. So if you think Scratch Labs will win this trademark infringement suit and Scratch Kitchen needs to change their name, give me a trophy emoji. If you think Scratch Labs is going to lose, give me a sad face emoji. Margaret Massey said, Scratch must be having success, success, and Scratch is trying to capitalize on the confusion. Hmm. That, you know what? I'm not even going to put it past them. Because Scratch Labs, they've been in business for eight years. Most businesses peter out after about two and a half, three years. So if you're still in the game eight years later, that means that you're doing something right. So maybe Scratch Kitchen, they're like, okay, well, maybe we can just change this letter but people will associate our brand with a healthy lifestyle. That is a very good observation, Margaret. Um, Anaya, uh, Scratch Labs opened first. They have been open since 2012, and Scratch Kitchen opened this past March. So they've been open for a little less than three months. They're very, very new. Very new. Um... But yeah, so, uh, okay. So if you think Scratch Labs is going to win, let me see your trophy emojis. If you think Scratch Labs is going to lose, let me see your sad face emojis, okay? While we're doing that, okay, Anaya said Scratch Labs will win. I think Scratch Labs is going to win too. It's just really weird. They've been in business for eight years. You're also located in Boulder and you named yourself Scratch. There are so many other names out there. Um, but... You know, we'll have to wait and see. And if I get any, hi, Michelle, you gave me a happy face emoji. Okay. Uh, so you think Scratch Live is going to win. Um, but yeah, but those are the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, I wanted to keep it light. Margaret Maxey said Scratch is going to win. Um, wanted to keep it light tonight. I want to thank you guys for showing up. I know y'all like to go to the bar on Thursday. Um, <laughs> Anaya Dubois said that other company is definitely piggybacking off Scratch Labs. And I, I, they might be. We will have to wait and see, Anaya. And thanks for coming in. I think this is the first time I've, I've seen you in here. You may have watched, um, but this is the first time I've seen your name. So thank you so much. 
Um, but yeah, so that's where we're ending for tonight, guys. Um, we're going to be back on Monday with more stories. As usual, if you find any stories that you would like me to discuss on the show, please don't be shy. I love when you guys send me stories. DM me however you want to send it to me, um, and we can talk about it. Make sure that you uh, have picked up the free biz launch cheat sheet so that you can choose and launch your dream business in seven days or less. You can pick that up at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. If you are a first time client, make sure you book your free 15 minute consultation linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Ladies, the power of three women's virtual summit, which is free to attend. And I'm going to be a featured speaker. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and secure your spot. And as well, the ultimate biz launch bundle, which you need if you are starting your entrepreneurial journey. This gives you over four hours of video content, five eBooks, and my expertise getting you ready to hit these business streets that is on sale right now. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. So thank you all for your energy. Thank you for your time. I love when y'all hang out with me. We're going to be back on Monday. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, yes. And I will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye-bye.